0: This is a tangent, but my roommate Mm -hmm. (laughs) Venmoed me this morning, she's like, I'm sorry I used your milk, and so she Venmoed me a dollar, but then I (laughs) Venmoed it back because I don't have any milk. (laughs) And then my other roommate joined in the conversation, she's like, I also don't have milk, so I don't know (laughs) whose milk was it. (laughs) I don't know. So there's like a gallon of milk in our fridge right now, and I have no idea who it belongs to. Anyway,
1: I just thought I'd mention that. <laughs> I don't have milk. <laughs> yeah, so Cammie went to the Pete Buttigieg rally. That is Where? correct, I did do that. What was that like? It was insane. Well, first of all,
0: they I don't think they planned <clears throat> well enough for all the people that were going to be there. Cause it was packed, and they only gave the media like the small platform to stand on. So we were like standing on top of each other. Being <laughs> t- this poor photographer in front of me—I don't know where she works—but I like sat on top of her the oh. whole night. Felt bad, but she was like kneeling, and I was like, "I know this hurts you, and I'm sorry." It wasn't like actually on top of my, you. Know, I wasn't in yeah. her personal space, but it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're friends. <laughs> uh, I was like, man. "I'm
1: sorry." Nothing brings you closer than um, I know, I was being like, forced to evade personal
0: space. I was like, we'll be really close by the end of the night, and she just laughed, <laughs> and I don't think she meant it.
1: Uh, That's okay. All right. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to our sixth episode of From the Hill, a 13-episode podcast following the Utah legislative session over the six-week period. We're your hosts, I'm Marina McTean, Managing Editor of the Forum And I'm Cammy Mondo,
0: Editor-in-Chief um, There's a lot of excitement happening politics-wise this week I mean, if you consider politics exciting, that is um, <laughs> Especially here in Salt Lake City, we had presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg Host a town hall Monday night where more than 4,500 people showed up That's a true little people That's a lot of people Yeah
1: I'm sweating <laughs> profusely <laughs> Oh, We also have another presidential debate this week hosted by CNN, where Mike Bloomberg has actually finally been qualified to make it on the stage. That's on Wednesday night, and then Bloomberg will be heading back to Utah on Thursday for his second trip out here.
0: Yeah, typically Utah doesn't see a lot of Democratic candidates making their way here before the primaries, um, but that's usually because we have such a late primary date. By the time it gets to us, some candidates have like already won, but this year, Utah is hosting their primary on Super Tuesday on March 3rd, which is the day most states hold their primaries.
1: Yeah, I think we've only seen Buttigieg and Bloomberg come out here so far. Bernie hasn't been out here since last campaign in 2016, while the other candidates have campaign teams and volunteers out here. Many haven't made the trip. Yeah, it's depressing.
0: But anyway, back to Utah. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been a lot of activity going on at Capitol Hill this week specifically, um, with more bills being passed.
1: So we're up to 59 bills that have been passed and are waiting for governor action. In this episode, we're going to be focusing on some of the legislation surrounding the environment and different measures being taken to combat climate change and other drastic effects. There are a couple different bills being drafted surrounding the issue, and this one has also become a huge talking point among presidential candidates.
0: Yes, it's definitely one that some argue has become more partisan than anything else. But before we get into that, as always, we'll dive into the highlights from this week and some of our favorite honorable mentions.
1: First off, we have another bill coming up from Representative Angela Romero that would help police with fighting human trafficking. This bill builds off of some previous victim-focused bills that have been passed in the legislature in recent years.
0: The bill states that anyone found guilty of sex trafficking would be required to register as sex offenders. Romero says this builds on to similar requirements being made for sexual assault and domestic violence offenses as well.
1: The law already requires those that are guilty of rape, sexual abuse of a child, and kidnapping to give their information, like addresses, to the Utah Department of Corrections. That's the department that runs the registry for those offenders, but the law doesn't require those convicted of sex trafficking to do the same.
0: The bill would also require new police officers to receive training on how to spot and respond to human trafficking cases. Romero says the bill would ensure that victims of sex crimes and human trafficking get justice when presenting to a court.
1: Man, Angela Romero just hitting these bills out of the park, right? Yeah, yeah she's <laughs> killing it
0: right now, I think. She's, like, I fully support yeah. like, pretty much everything so far.
1: Yeah, me too. And But also, like, it kind of... Why... Are sex traffickers not already... Why don't they already have to register as sex offenders? I
0: know, and I was reading this, I was kind of shook that it's not already a thing. Like, yeah. what is the consequence now? Mm-hmm. I wonder. But I think that this is definitely something that, if it's not already being passed, it should be. Yeah, it should be.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've heard um, some, like, arguments that, like, there is, like, a little bit of a gray area on, like, what counts as sex trafficking, and that can get mm. a lot of, uh, sex workers in trouble as well,
0: um, okay.
1: that, I guess that makes yeah. sense, but it doesn't sound like this bill would have a lot of those effects of targeting the wrong people, because, I mean, but it would also definitely target the right people,
0: I think so too, and I right. just, yeah, I think it's good with the um, requiring new police officers to have that training because I think yes. I'm a little concerned if they don't have that training already. But yeah, that, I feel like that yeah. specific training should be happening. So I'm glad that's
1: yeah, being implemented. Yeah, yeah. And that argument that I've heard isn't specific to this bill. It's just yeah, right. Like, just in general. In general but yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that this is a good bill and that it will have a positive impact. Go Romero.
0: Ooh.
1: And we have another callback bill coming in, this one dealing with decriminalizing polygamy in the state. Utah senators passed the bill Tuesday reclassifying bigamy as an infraction of the law. This puts it on the same level as a traffic ticket, essentially meaning there is no threat of imprisonment.
0: Yes, so as a reminder, right now the law in Utah says polygamy is a felony that makes a punishment of imprisonment for up to five years. So the sponsor of the bill, Senator Deidre Henderson, says this doesn't make bigamy legal, but she mentioned that some of her colleagues would actually probably want that.
1: Yeah, her argument for decriminalizing bigamy is that she says it will encourage victims of of the crime to come out and report abuse without the fear of being prosecuted. I think that's really interesting
0: that some victims don't come out because they're afraid of Being prosecuted So I'm actually like Mm -hmm. In favor of this bill The first time we read Through it I was a little Yeah I don't remember What my opinion was Mm -hmm. But I think That's very interesting And I think That's an important Aspect that people Don't look at
1: Yeah Also can we Clarify really quick uh, Polygamy Bigamy What's the difference Yeah
0: I think So bigamy I'm assuming Bigamy is with Two (laughs) I actually don't know I'm going off of, um...
1: We're looking it up.
0: Fact-checking in real time. hmm
1: Brought to you by the internet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I don't know, because all I know is that poly means many, and "bi" means two. And mm-hmm. so that's literally the only thing I'm basing this on.
1: Okay, so according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the definition of bigamy, that's B-I-G-A-M-Y, is the act of entering into a marriage with one person while still legally married to another. Okay. Yeah. So So two people. Yeah. So, like, two or more people, I guess, potentially. But, like, it doesn't necessarily specify that, like, you're still in a relationship with that first person.
0: Okay. So you're, like, you could be preparing for divorce, maybe, but you're not completely. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. And so then the definition of polygamy is marriage in which a spouse of either sex may have more than one mate at the same time.
0: Okay, and it sounds like that one's like, they're all aware of it. Yeah.
1: Okay, good to know. Yes. But yeah, I remember the (laughs) first time we read this, it didn't seem great and there were a lot of people opposing it
0: yeah and it didn't make sense at first yeah i feel like for some people and that's mm-hmm. why they were so against it but this makes more sense
1: I yeah think. yeah and also um i remember last time we talked about this we mentioned that um one of the downsides to decriminalizing this is that there tends to be a large culture of abuse that attaches itself to polygamy? Yeah. Um it's not necessarily one and the same, but it is quite common and I think they, you know, there is the term like victims of polygamy. Yeah. Um and so like there is this attachment of like they it encourages victims to come forward. But, you know, it it shouldn't necessarily be their responsibility to have to do that, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. And
0: I think you're right that it's, like, not the same
1: for every case. Like,
0: there may be cases where they're all very happy with what they're at. But, yeah, there's also those cases that, at least this provides that protection in case they Mm -hmm. want
1: it. So, Yeah. yeah, this is just, it's really something that I don't know enough about. Have a solid opinion on I it. agree with that mm-hmm. But I'm
0: glad that it's becoming a conversation Maybe I'll learn more about it Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like it is something that is probably a little stigmatized Especially in Utah culture yeah. where it's still like a thing So maybe mm-hmm. it'll create conversations Yeah but. Well, time for my personal favorite part The honorable mentions of this Woo-hoo. week So first up, some lawmakers actually want to change our state flag. So (laughs) in case you've never (laughs) seen our state flag, which I had not, (laughs) um, it's a beehive, of course, because that apparently symbolizes hard work and industry. Um, But it also has like the bald eagle and an American flag on it. It has the year 1847 for the year that the pioneers came to it. But honestly, if you look at it, it's
1: super boring. This new House bill would basically take our flag now and designate it as the quote-unquote state historical flag and hire an 11-person commission crew to design a new one. Legislators tried the same movement last year to change the flag but failed at the legislative session. The flag they proposed last year was a large beehive in the center with the year 1847 split across the center.
0: So the commission would end in November and the members would not be paid. They would request the public to give flag designs, and the group would choose the
1: 40 they like the best, and then choose one of those. The lawmakers haven't responded as to why they want a new flag. They just do. I ju-
0: <laughs> This is funny to me, because I don't think I've ever seen the state flag. Really? Except for when I researched it today. How have you never seen the state flag? Where is it? Well, maybe I have seen it. It's flying at the Capitol. Oh, Oh, I think I know why <laughs> It's because whenever I see it, I register it as the U.S. Capitol for some reason Because it looks like... Okay <laughs> I don't know why It's because it's not uniquely Utah It just it looks like a some... beehive on it Okay, don't judge me <laughs> <laughs> I just don't register it as Utah Because hmm. yeah. I don't
1: care yeah. that much about a state flag <laughs> It does look very similar to a lot of other state
0: flags Exactly. Yeah. That I think that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the only state flag. If you said state flag, I California would pop yeah. in my head, and that's it. Yeah, that's
1: true. Also, I don't think anybody really cares about state flags. Why do we have state flags? <laughs> I don't know. There's flags for everything. It's like it's. I mean, my high school had a flag. Like. No. Oh, I think we <laughs> had a flag too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stupid. I don't know why we would need yeah. one. I don't know why it's necessary either it just seems kind of like wasted resources on something yeah. that is kind of redundant <laughs> clearly i mean it's, it's still gonna have know. a beehive a giant beehive on it and have the year on it yeah it's, it's just clearly it's bothering people and i don't know why so <laughs> yeah all right well next we have a bill that deals with alcohol <laughs> Woo! of course Uh, Which is always fun to talk about in Utah. Under this bill, it would create an alcohol-restricted list that would block some people from buying products from a state-run liquor store if they show habits that are prone to overconsumption. But they could still buy beer from grocery or convenience stores. (laughs) Sorry (laughs) The bill is sponsored by
0: Representative Steve Eliason I hope I said that right Um, He said the names that would go on this list Would come from a court order That were part of drunk driving sentences Or probation requirements So a judge can order these people Convicted to go on the list But anyone can volunteer to put their name on the list too
1: Liquor store employees would identify those buying alcohol with driver license scanners, and that's where those restrictions would pop up. Anyone who volunteers their name can take it off whenever they want.
0: <laughs> this is so funny to me. Okay, I get it. Okay, well, I think if you want to volunteer to put your name on a list, awesome. Go for it. But also, I think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you can't buy it from the state But you can go buy it from a gas station if you want to Ooh, yeah. anyway, whatever
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you can still get drunk off of beer <laughs> you, can get, <laughs>
0: you can get drunk off of anything you get in a gas station That's true If you're drinking up of it If you have those habits of overconsumption <laughs> I'm Um, sorry, maybe I should just. For those of you
1: listening, Kimmy is just losing her shit. (laughs) This is so funny.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, I think this is. This is funny. (laughs) Why why is it funny? I don't know. Why that word? It's just. They're like so concerned with these people drinking so much alcohol, and they're like, we've gotta do something. (laughs) But they're also like, but. You can go other places, just not from the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
1: well, funny. I mean, I guess like, uh, it only being <laughs> a state store kind of makes sense because the state stores are the only place that you can buy like hard liquor. Yeah. Um,
0: but still. Can you? Do they do this at bars? Do you think? Oh, that's a good point. It's like, yeah, just go just to, go to bar. a bar. <laughs>
1: requires socializing, but if that's what you want. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that this will be effective at all. I don't either. Um, that's funny to me. And also, it's just, it's really mm-hmm. kind of shitty, just like, here's a giant list of people that can do it. alcoholics, like. <laughs> and also,
0: <clears throat> there are people out there who can buy alcohol for other people.
1: That is true.
0: So, you're,
1: most people aren't opposed to doing that. <laughs> You're just creating well, a middleman. <laughs> yeah. <anyway. laughs> yeah. And also, so. like, it seems like, I mean, most of the time, like, a DUI is going to show up on, like, a background check anyway, but, like, this just seems like one other thing that, like, having your name on it could totally ruin your life forever.
0: Yeah, and I just, I
1: don't, I feel like it's so weird to have a list of names. Yeah. Like these are the people... Like, what happens if, you know, the person gets a DUI and then gets an existential crisis and gets their shit together, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, what happens then? How do you get
1: off the list if you're not on there voluntarily? Yeah. I just want to know. Yeah. I feel like putting people like this on a list, I mean, like, sure, there are some people that sure. should be on a list um, Like sex offenders um, <laughs> Oh Oh <but> <laughs> Okay <laughs> No good
0: point Okay, without further ado, let's move on to our top story The environment It seems that everyone who wants to gain approval Has some kind of environmental policy Whether it's for or against climate change reversal
1: Our first bill has to do with the infamous inland port here in Utah The bill comes from Senator Luz Escamilla, and it would require the Utah Inland Port Authority to study the effects of developing and implementing the port in that area. They would have to submit their their findings to the state legislature by October 1st.
0: The Inland Port has been a huge issue of discussion Mm -hmm. in the last several months, with many groups protesting against it because of its environmental impacts. So, Escamilla added minimum standards that developers need to meet before receiving any kind of funding. These include rules related to how they reduce waste, how they manage hazardous materials, and mitigating dust.
1: Escamilla says the bill is an attempt to be proactive about the effects that are coming. She says she wants to address the concerns of residents near the development site.
0: What I love about this is that
1: she's totally,
0: like... She's talked to the people who live around there mm, yeah. to like get their opinion mm-hmm. before drafting this. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. A government representative mm-hmm. who's representing the yeah. people. Yeah. And also the inland port has some issues it needs to figure mm-hmm. out.
1: So. Yeah, it really does. Um, but yeah, but. Also, like, I'm really glad that she's doing this, but I also remember that when she was running for mayor, she was pro inland port.
0: Oh, I Um. do remember that. I remember I read something today at Erin Mendenhall, who Mm -hmm. ran against yes, and who
1: is now the Salt Lake City mayor.
0: Yeah, she was like, "Oh, I commend Eskimia for doing this," and I was like, "This is like some." Feel like it's passive aggressive, maybe. But I was yeah. like, that's kind of funny because this is one of the issues they fought on mm-hmm. when they were running against each other. Yeah. But now they're like, <laughs> now that Escamilla's like changed her mind a little bit, and Mendenhall's like, yes, Mm-hmm.
1: yes. Yeah. Yeah. I personally just think that the port in the port shouldn't happen at all um, because I think that the environmental impact, no matter how low that they can make it, is still going to be detrimental.
0: Yeah, I think people need to stop putting business
1: over the environment. Yes. So. Because yeah. <laughs> at this point, uh, it's not our generation <laughs> doesn't know if we're going to make it to 60.
0: It doesn't matter if you're rich, if you're dead. Mm-hmm.
1: So That's true. Take That's that, very true. Take
0: that. And yeah. Do what you will. hmm But.
1: Ooh. Did you hear about Jeff Bezos? I Finally did see that, actually. Finally $10 million.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> saw it
1: on the um, on NBC on NBC's Stay Tuned, which is their Snapchat news oh. story. It's actually really good. They um, have
0: good Snapchat yeah, stuff out there. Really stuff.
1: Yeah, but it was really funny because they pointed out that um, he donated 10 billion dollars, um, and which, for those of you who are struggling to grasp the difference between a million and a billion, a million seconds. Is 11 minutes, a billion seconds is 35 years. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh my! Okay, Woo. Yeah, so just so you know, um, but yeah, oh. they, yeah, they pointed out that, um, it would be like if you got, like, uh, uh if you got, oh.
0: I cannot fathom. That much money. Mm-hmm. Here I am.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they compared it to like if um, if you bought something that was like a hundred dollars, then he would be essentially he would be contributing like ten dollars to it. So it's a very small portion. Ooh, yeah. Of his wealth. Yeah,
0: that's but, true. A small portion of him, but oh my yeah. gosh. But yes,
1: back to the inland port. Yeah, um, yeah, right. Yeah, Jeff I. There's. You know, like, genuinely, whatever side you're on, your children don't know if they will have a future because of climate change. And that is a genuine fear.
0: Yeah, my professor kept making jokes last semester that my grandkids aren't going to know what a rhinoceros is. It was
1: like, we're not going to have <laughs> grandchildren because we are <laughs> going to be dead before we can get there. So, um, super awesome. Yeah.
0: But uh, next, if that didn't make you upset, no, then Hold on um, We have some national news Making its way into our state So President Donald Trump Announced a final plan To downsize Two of Utah's National monuments mm. Again um, This way Lands that previously Were protected Are now open to Mining
1: and drilling oh, Fuck this <laughs> Um <laughs> This move has surpassed lawsuits, especially after the large reductions of Bears Ears National Monument and Grand Staircase Escalante in 2017. Those two reductions were the largest elimination of public lands protections in the country's history. Several
0: groups and tribes around the area are still planning to fight the move, but the Bureau of Land Management said they plan to still protect the environment and manage development at the same time. Governor Gary Herbert, and both Senators, Mike Lee and Mitt Romney, all support the plan. How much more land do you need, sir? God! (laughs) He, like, reduced, first of all, Bears Ears by, I think, 75%, and Grand Staircase by half. So I'm like, how much more do you need? no, You don't need any for anything. (laughs) And they're like, we're still going to protect the environment, though. Yeah, uh uh-huh, sure. uh. You
1: can't do both.
0: (laughs) You're like, we're gonna mine and drill, but we're still protecting the environment. I just want to know how. Mm -hmm. How? Yeah, give me an explanation. Please. I just, I, I remember, this is one of the issues I was a freshman in college when they did the first thing mm. And I was just getting into politics at the time and This is one of the things that really made me angry It was one of the first things I was going to protest so mm. I was like, ooh But then I didn't because I couldn't make it to the Capitol But mm. I was there in spirit
1: yeah. So, just, just yeah. saying Yeah, I It's just, it makes me so angry I was rooting for you, Mitt Romney <laughs> It was, we were, it was so close to being a good Republican, which is just really kind of a, a oxymoron. Um, <laughs> Romney.
0: I know, I feel like I have such a weird relationship with Romney, because I like, respect him on so many things. But then this, I'm like, come on.
1: Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Yeah, it's just nothing good is going to come from this. I don't
0: think Not so Not a single either.
1: goddamn thing. I remember
0: when they did the reduction of Bears Ears and Grand Escalante, they're like, don't worry, we're not doing it for mining and drilling, and then a couple months later they're like, actually, yes we are, and then now they're not even trying to hide it, they're like, no, yeah, it's for mining and drilling, so, Mm -hmm. thank you all.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, like, just, it's, god, there's so many issues, like, it's, not only is it, it was already designated as National Park land, as protected land, it's, I'm sure, I don't know this for sure, but I'm sure the majority of it is historically Native American land.
0: Yeah, that's um, where the tribes come in, where they're
1: like, hey, yeah. no thank you. And this just means that all of the tribes are going to be busting their asses trying to fight this, and no one's going to help them, because that's just what happens. Like, it happened with the, what was it called, the pipeline? In one of the Dakotas. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah,
0: it happens all yeah. the time.
1: Uh, Native American tribes have been on the front <coughs> line of combating climate change for decades and have not gotten enough money yeah. for it. We're jumping on their bandwagon. Yeah. So,
0: mm-hmm. we're not doing it good enough. Anyway, um,. And lastly, we have a bill that plans to expand on the front-runner train and other rails so that more people will get out of their cars and stop driving and get in the trains to save
1: some energy and decrease pollution. The bill basically lays out a plan for a statewide rail system. Ideally, soon trains would be coming every 15 minutes and you could potentially ride from Salt Lake City all the way to Moab. The bill is sponsored by Senator Jacob Anderegg, and he said he would con- he would conduct a study that would speed up the trains to expand service and further utilize the computer and freight rail systems. Along with these faster oh, trains, oh. sorry, commuter and freight rail systems. <laughs> computer,
0: I didn't even <laughs> catch that. Anyway, along with these faster trains and longer rides, he also imagines including what he calls double tracking. Basically having each trail have two tracks lying next to each other, going in both directions, allowing for more
1: trains. Hopefully one every 15 minutes, he said. For the expansion aspect, he says he wants to see them go all the way out in down in Salt Lake Valley to Davis, Weber, U- Utah, and Tooele counties as well.
0: And says Utah needs to become more like Europe. <laughs> And by that, he means we need to copy their rail system, nothing else. Um, saying he wouldn't rule out state-long rails or even trains going up to the ski
1: resorts. yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, it's more like... Europe, they have a more expansive public transportation system. <laughs> I love that I did that.
0: I honestly would be all for yeah, trains going up to too. The ski resorts. Yeah. Because, like, that's a huge mm-hmm. thing right now, that there's so much yeah. pollution because of everyone trying mm-hmm. to get up there. Yeah, that's why Solitude
1: decided that they're going yeah. to pay for parking. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... I would love a more expansive public transportation system, I would like, too. especially like all the way down to the bottom of the state, like that would be incredible. Perfect.
0: Because um, I sometimes don't use it because it doesn't go, ex- like yeah. there aren't enough tracks to go where I need to go. Yeah, exactly. And like the buses are too far away from, I don't mm-hmm. know, whatever. So I think that would be perfect. Yeah. I'm all for the ski resort idea. Mm-hmm. I don't
1: even ski, but yeah. I think that this would be such a good idea. Mm-hmm. Hopefully maybe this will lead into uh, more bills about expanding public transportation. Because, like, you know, I, I live in West Jordan, and I go up to school here at Westminster, and I have to drive because there's no direct way to use yeah. public transportation from West Jordan to get up into Sugar House. Like, you know, there's... Uh, there's The line that goes straight directly to the U Yeah But if you want to get to Westminster That's just a few blocks away You have to hop on like three buses
0: It's ridiculous Mm -hmm. And like the train for like Where I used to live It would go down to Draper And just stop there
1: Mm -hmm. It wouldn't go any further
0: I was like that's kind of dumb And it was Mm -hmm. like at the edge of Draper too So like not even where most people are going Yeah So Alright Yeah (laughs) But Whatever Mm Mm-hmm um, all right, well, that's it for this episode, so make sure to come back for our next episode where we're going to be talking about bills that focus on mental health and the measures some lawmakers are making to legitimize and destigmatize the issue.
1: We'll also be checking back in on highlights from the rest of this week. As always, make sure to check out more of the forum's content on our website, wcforummedia.com, and follow our social media accounts at wcforummedia to get the latest updates on our stories. Make sure to vote, and we'll see you next time.
0: Yay, vote!